This is Educate for Life with Kevin Conover on AM 1170, The Answer. Educate for Life, a look at current events from today's headlines and how they affect you. What you believe shapes your worldview and your ultimate destiny. Learn more now at educateforlife.com. Now, in studio, here is your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. We live in a country where currently 70 to 75% of people claim to be Christian, either Protestant or Catholic. According to the Pew Research in 2012, 70% of Protestants other than blacks voted for Republican Romney and 30% voted for Democrat, uh, our president currently, for Obama. The Pew Research separates out black Protestants from others because the numbers radically skew the percentages. Black Protestants voted overwhelmingly for Obama at 95% and only 5% for Republican Romney. Thanks for listening. You're on Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. I've decided to move my program to our sister station, K-Praise, 12, 10 a.m. on Saturdays, 2 to 3 p.m., starting next week. Uh, so if you if you love this program, uh, don't lose us. Uh, we're going to, starting next week, we're on Saturdays now instead of Sundays. And uh, that's every Saturday, 2 to 3 p.m. on the sister station of KCBQ, which is K-Praise, 12, 10 a.m. You'll be able to stream the show at kpraise.com. That's kprz.com. And my website is educateforlife.org. I have a really special guest today. She's with the Salt and Light Council. That website is saltandlightcouncil.org. Her name is Dran Reesh. She's the former president and founder of readyamerica.com. And uh, the company has grown to be the, the nation's largest supplier of emergency preparedness products in the U.S. In January 2009, Dran Reesh founded the Salt and Life Council, a 501c3, whose focus is on training and equipping churches to start Salt and Light Biblical Citizenship Ministries. SLC provides a strategic program for activating the church to become a positive influence and witness for Christian values in government, media, and education. And currently, she's got churches that are involved with Salt and Light in 23 states. And uh, the goal is to set up a system that's easy to run. And Dran, I just want to thank you for being on the air with us today. Oh, thank you, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm real happy because you're actually going to our church now, my church now, uh, with Pastor Jim Garla, right, out in Skyline. Is that correct? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's exciting. I, I'm excited. So. I'm excited because I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. <laughs> we're going to get to do all kinds of work together, and I'm very excited about it. And uh, Dran, I wanted to start out by just asking you, how did you get involved in deciding, you know, I want to teach people how to apply their biblical uh, worldview, their perspective um, to politics and culture. What drew you into that? Well, that's a really good question. Thanks for asking. Probably after my children were grown and I started to read books like The um, Marketing of Evil by David Kapellian, which was one of my favorite books. And in fact, he just wrote another book called The Snapping of the American Mind. And in my opinion, those two books bookend my life uh, and my my chosen uh, uh, drive right now to see righteousness restored in America. But it started off by reading that book. I was floored that there was actually a marketing plan where the the uh, the uh, homosexual community literally sat down around a marketing table and came up with a program how to sell back to the American public their their agenda of homosexuality. And 
And it was pretty frightening. And along with that, there were uh, about 12 other issues, including judicial activism on how Mm. to actually undermine the culture. Well, that floored me. And then I read another book called America Alone, which talked about pure demographics and how we're going to be, um, as as a culture, just overridden by birth rates by the Muslim population. Oh, Those two things just just floored me, and that's what got me started. That's fantastic. So you decided, hey, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. I want to do something about this. I don't think I had a choice because once you know, you have to act. That's right. That's in James, right? He who knows the good he has to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for him. 417, one of that's my right. favorites. There we go. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's powerful stuff. I know a lot of people don't know that homosexuality was actually illegal in our country up till about 1970. I believe only Illinois uh, allowed uh, homosexual behavior. And uh, that's that comes as a surprise to most people. They don't see how fast the country has shifted um, very rapidly from the Judeo-Christian moral foundations to espousing um, essentially an agnostic worldview that says, hey, anything goes. Yes. And actually, if you look at it right now, we just uh, with what the Supreme Court opinion, by the way, that's not law. It's just an opinion. Mm -hmm. We don't have to lay down and accept this. But in the last 10 years, uh, what happened is they did a strategic move by picking off the smaller states in our country, starting with the New England. And I believe it was New Hampshire fell in 2003 to same sex marriage. And then they've been picking them off like flies uh, for the last 10 years. So you take all of history, you take all of history. And in 10 years, they dropped natural marriage or try, or are trying to. Yeah. So, so th- I mean, this is no accident. It's not as if this is just like, oh, it just happened. This is just the way it goes. Right. Th- there's a real strategy involved in, in getting this to happen. Correct. And so we want to kind of counteract that. And that's what your ministry is all about, right. which I'm really excited to talk about today. You know, one of the things that concerns me is if you look at the Pew Research Forum, they talk about who voted for who in 2014, our most recent elections, not a presidential election, but the elections. And it was interesting to me that Protestant Christians voted 61% Republican, 37% Democrat. Now that's as a whole. If you break it down, um, it it ends up being uh, anybody other than black Protestants voted 72% Republican, 26% Democrat. Now that's interesting to me because uh, that means there's a large portion of the population out there that that is uh, and I'm not saying that Democrat or Republican are necessarily Christian or non-Christian, but still certain political parties espouse particular views that uh, that are more biblical, I would say, right, than others. So I'm not a I'm not a, quote, Republican per se or a Democrat per se, but I'm a Christian first. Right. And that is what informs the way I view politics and everything else. Does that make sense what I'm saying? It does. Actually, well, there's a name for that. You you can now, uh, you don't need to call yourself a Democrat or Republican. You can be now officially known as a Christocrat. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's uh, one of the founding fathers, uh, I think, coined that phrase. Well, I, I love it. I don't know who coined it, but that's my title. Um, I am nonpartisan, certainly with salt and light. We're just mystified ourselves at how people cast their vote because each vote goes down into eternity. And as a Christian, if you identify yourself with the teachings of Jesus Christ and certainly with the word of God, which we as Christians hold as our um, as 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 the inspired word of God, there is no way that you you can really vote against your values. Mm. You should not 
do that. You shouldn't do that because your vote goes down into eternity. But I believe it's purely lack of knowledge. They simply don't understand how to um, to to look at the cultural issues of today Mm -hmm. and how that actually lines up biblically and scripturally. This is not being taught necessarily in most of the churches today, but I see a movement in that direction. Absolutely. You know, I um, I was reading an article online Uh, a while back. A book came out. It says here why identifying as a Republican or Democrat can be idolatrous. Mm. Uh, I thought this was an interesting article and a book came out in 2011. It's called Left, Right and Christ, Evangelical Faith and Politics. It's the book's slightly controversial. Uh, The Lisa Harper was one of the co-authors and she represents the left's perspective. Um, And then there was another gentleman uh, from King's College who represented uh, Innes is his name, who represented the uh, other side. D.C. Innes represents the Republican side. And it says here, it says it the, the book confronts conflicts that fellow believers face over policy and politics. Lisa unabashedly represents the left, and then uh, politics professor D.C. Innes represents the right. Harper calls the book a tool to help more Christians be involved in politics. She and Innes agree that political disengagement is not a moral option. But while both writers are self-avowed Christians, neither pulls any punches about having nearly completely opposite political positions. And Lisa says here, we wrote it in order to give Christians, she's the Democrat, the ability and permission to think, especially evangelicals, because over the past 30 to 40 years or so, we've really been trapped in ideologies and the belief that we can't be Christians without being in one party who cares about one or two issues, Harper said. Innes said, the book should encourage believers to think about the principles behind the policies. You have to decide principles before you can decide practice, he said. They both don't agree on their policies, but the book stresses it's impossible to disagree on almost everything else and still agree that God is God and that self-identifying as a Democrat or Republican before identifying as a, as a Christian is idolatry. So kind of the Christocrat philosophy. Mm-hmm. Harper and Innes said they are both reg- registered with the respective party co- parties because their faith-filled policy positions most closely line up that way. Lisa, the Democrat, said, I am a Democrat, but, I would, but what I would say is I am a Democrat, and as much as the Democratic Party is pressing for policies that do justice. And now what's interesting is the book covers, it covers um, views on health care, abortion, same-sex marriage, immigration, war, terrorism, and the environment. And so uh, it's interesting to me um, because they completely disagree. And my question is why? How can we be reading the Bible, both be reading the same book, and yet end up having completely different different um, views on these particular subjects? What do you think about that? Actually, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause right there, Dran. We're coming up on a break here, so... We'll come right back to this. Stay with us. We're going to answer this question as soon as we come back. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. 
Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Maine and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. I will cast my cares on you. You're the anchor of my hope, the only one who's in control. I will cast my cares on you. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. I just want to let all my regular listeners out there know that we're moving this program to Saturdays. And we're moving to the sister station of KCBQ, which is K-Praise, 12, 10 a.m. We're going to be every Saturday, 2 to 3 p.m. starting next week. So uh, don't lose us. Hopefully uh, you're, you're hearing us. Spread the word around. Anybody else you know who listens, please let them know. You'll be able to stream the show if you do that uh, all over the world still, kprz.com. And, of course, my website is educateforlife.org. You can pick up recordings on our YouTube channel as well as iTunes. And uh, we love to have your support too. Educate for Life is a 501c3, so you can make donations at donate to efl.org. My web, uh, I'm sorry, my guest today is Dran Reese, and she's with Salt and Light, the Salt and Light Council, which she is one of the founders of, or is the founder of. And uh, the goal of the ministry is to help people take what they learn from the Word of God, their biblical worldview, and then apply that to culture and politics. And we left off Dran with talking about this book and this woman. She's a she self-identifies as a Christian okay. and as a Democrat and has completely op- opposite views than uh, the, the, her Republican co-author. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think this is a, a problem in America. There are lots of self-identified Christians that go to church, but they don't really study the Bible. And they don't really apply the Bible to the cultural issues of today. And if they did... We would all be walking in the same direction. Mm -hmm. We really would, because those underlying principles of what made America great and what makes, uh, you know, family great is all being perverted because of, you know, man injecting what they think uh, is good for society. So I would be suspect with anybody uh, who has uh, has not really studied the Bible. I just I consider a lot of those types of studies just more fodder and and useless reading. Absolutely. So fundamentally, what we really have to get back here is biblical literacy. We just have to stay uh, laser focused on the word of God and applying it to all of the issues of today, because there are underlying principles that once you understand them, and this is what we love to teach on, you will never vote your vote wrong and you'll be able to identify false teaching uh, quickly. You'll be able to see what they're trying to do in their different programs that are perverting, you know, man, woman, uh, going after undermining our parental authorities you know, what are they, what is this, this, um, this group trying to promote as far as their agenda? Is this economically driven? Is it, 
who's behind it? Yeah. So as Christians, I think very few people really want a rock solid biblical worldview. And those are my favorite kind of people because mm-hmm. they're the real thinkers. Those are the people that really uh, put, you know, their the the pedal to the metal, so to speak, yeah. and and uh, drive our culture. And those are the ones that are having to carry the bulk of the load for the rest of the people. I see what you're saying. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do with Salt and Light? What is um, what are the practical aspects of the ministry? And if somebody's listening and going, "We need this in our church. We need this teaching. We need a better understanding of how the Bible and culture and politics interacts." Uh, what what do they do? Sure. Well, what we do here at Salt and Light is we are looking for those pastors and churches and citizens who want to make a difference in the culture. Mm. And it starts within the church. So we're not focused on the outside community, but on, you know, uh, strengthening the church itself. And so if there is a pastor out there who wants to engage, but he simply doesn't know how, that's where we come in. He doesn't have to reinvent the wheel or figure it out because we have a turnkey ministry. It's called the Salt and Light Biblical Citizenship Ministry. All he does is appoint a leader in his church or a few leaders that um, he knows has his biblical worldview as well and uh, come send them to our training at Salt and Light. And then what we train them on is how to engage in building a ministry like this in the church itself, because we look to the church as both the problem with America, but yet the solution for America. That's right. <laughs> so... That's just a brief overview. So it is building a biblical salt and light, uh, salt and light biblical citizenship ministry in every church worth their salt. That's great. It means they want to get involved. They don't know how to do it. And we come in with a prepackaged program ready for them to, to that, engage. That's excellent. Because I think it is daunting to start up something like this and to know where to start and what to teach and how to be involved. Uh, how do you do all those things? And yet that's all pre-done for them so that uh, they don't have to worry about that. They, you, and you're going to be with them through that process. Right. Every church in America is different. You know, some churches, for example, the church that you go to, you have a pastor that's already on board and he's already approved biblical worldview training classes. Mm-hmm. That's a very unusual church, frankly. That's Skyline uh, Church, by the way, if you want to come visit us. Yes. Pastor Jim Garlow <laughs> is uh, one of my heroes as, uh, as far as pastors are concerned. And, yeah. and I've met a lot of them. But let's just say there's a brand new church out there. They have no idea. They don't have biblical worldview training programs. They don't have someone like you. So what do they do? Well, that's where we come in. And so we have an acronym called PETER, and we train the church how to to operate one of these uh, ministries, and that's to pray, a prayer and and action meeting, where you pray for all the issues in America. This way, the church is aware of all the issues in America, but they're putting them to prayer. And then it's E, getting uh, biblical worldview education. Education, we call it evangelics, actually, which is combining both evangelism and apologetics together. Yeah, and I love that. I love you that know. name, evangelics, because really um, we don't want to – we, we want to be able to intelligently articulate the Word of God in a way that's also loving and reaching out uh, with our hearts as well as our minds. And that's so easy to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, I love the, 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 um, the visual of being salt and being light. Mm-hmm. And I particularly like the light bulb because when you have an aha moment, it's the, as if the light bulb just went off in your head. Yeah. And biblical worldview courses are wonderful. And so a new church getting started may not necessarily have someone like you who is passionate about biblical worldview and is a teacher himself in a Christian school uh, they might need help with that. So there are a series of uh, 
of DVDs out there that we highly recommend that will scrub anybody's head clean of secular worldview, mm. spit them out the other side as a rock-solid Christian, never to make the mistake again of not voting their values or living with a true passion for the love of God and being a witness for Jesus Christ and having an answer when it's time for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like that too, what you're saying about the fact, you know, a lot of people, they get saved and what happens is they come to the Lord uh, out of an emotional uh, draw to the Lord and seeing their need for a savior. But what happens is they have this, I picture it as a puzzle and they're starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together, but there's still big gaps in the puzzle. And sometimes they try to force puzzle pieces in there from their old worldview, from their old perspective, from their sinful life. And they still think that fits somehow in there. And so they're trying to jam those pieces in there and they just don't fit. And what you're doing is putting all the puzzle together and giving a solid, complete uh, perspective. Right. We tackle every single subject there is in America. Bottom line. If you, whatever it is, we will uh, parse it from a biblical worldview. And we're actually training people to, in, in three to 10 different facts on each subject from a biblical worldview so that they have talking points mm-hmm. and they become intelligent themselves. I think a lot of people are afraid to express their yeah. Christian values because they just don't have the background. And we want to be able to give it to them in an adult training manner rather than, you know, putting them through long drawn out courses. Mm-hmm. This is more of a fast tracking these adults through to understand. Cliff notes kind Cliff of thing. Notes, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, we really are at a time where uh, something is being applied to us, which uh, is is actually sinister, and that is a Saul Alinsky technique to keep mm. pushing crisis after crisis after crisis on us to wear us down, wear our resolve down. Yeah. So what we're doing is saying, hold it, folks. Don't buy into that. Let's restore our biblical foundations, which are uh, the, the subject of creation and life and marriage and family. Let's mm-hmm. restore those and all the subjects that circle around those first. In, in the culture, let's get those straight, and then we can take on, uh, we'll be an army together, because once we have those, we'll have the love of Jesus, we'll have the word of God in our hearts so deep and so strong, nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ, and we will be rock-solid believers willing to go out and be that army for Christ, That's which fantastic. we are destined to be anyway. Absolutely. And you know, um, what's amazing there, too, is that... Uh, you know, people, a lot of times they're afraid, like you said, I, I know when, with the issue of homosexuality, a lot of people, they don't know how to respond to that issue. And so what ends up happening is not only are they silent on that issue, but they're also silent on the relationship with Jesus Christ, because if they can't answer that issue, they feel like, gosh, you know, what am I going to do? Cause we go, I go down to the beach mission beach once a week and we go witnessing and, and that, uh, these, these issues come up frequently. And so, uh, we want to be able to respond to people in a godly and loving and wise and intellectual way. My guest today is Dran Reese, and we're going to be right back. We're going to continue this discussion. And really, uh, does it make a difference whether you're, quote, a Republican or a Democrat? Uh, what are the different perspectives and are they biblical? I want to continue to touch on this a little bit more. And um, my website is educateforlife.org. You're on Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. We'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. 
Not all home inspections are created equal. Joe DeMars and his team at Housemaster have performed inspections in San Diego for 22 years plus and performed over 10,000 inspections for commercial, multiple family, apartments, and residential. Call before you buy or sell. You'll have confidence knowing the true condition of the property. Call 619-660-7866, sandiego.housemaster.com. Home inspections, done right, guaranteed. 619-660-7866. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fastlane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. I'm giving it all away. No more hiding. No more stalling. I hear you calling me. And I'm coming. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And we're moving my program to our sister station, K-Praise, 1210 AM. It's going to be next Saturday, 2 to 3 p.m. You're going to be able to stream the show at kprz.com, and my website is educateforlife.org. My guest is Dran Reese, and her website is saltandlightcouncil.org. I love her ministry, and it's all over the place, spreading, growing, and making a big impact. Um, I wanted to start this segment off with an article. This is off a website called gotquestions.org, and the question that's posed here is, should a Christian be a Republican or a Democrat? And it says here, few political issues are truly spiritual issues. As an example, we may prefer lower taxes, but the Bible does not endorse lower taxes. All it says is that we are to pay our taxes honestly. And then uh, it goes on to say taxes and many other issues, social security, universal health care, education funding, immigration, energy, environment, etc. are not spiritual issues the Bible explicitly addresses. As a result, Christians can in good conscience have disagreements on these issues. And then it it goes on to illustrate the differences between Republicans and Democrats. It says Republicans prefer smaller government and more individual freedom. Democrats prefer more government oversight of society and the economy. Conservatives argue for capitalism, free of government control, while liberals are more socialistic and uh, in regard to the government. And then it, it says the Bible does not explicitly endorse either capitalism or socialism. God has given government the freedom to have as much authority as is needed to fulfill their God-given roles of enforcing justice and building order in society. So in regards to the size and scope of government, Christians can be libertarian, conservative, liberal, or progressive. None of those persuasions are inherently evil or ungodly. The argument should be over which system best enables the government to fulfill its God-given role. And uh, Dran, what do you think about that? What what is your opinion there? Is the the Bible... uh, neutral on socialism versus capitalism? What do you think? Definitely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible definitely takes positions in all of these. Um, You know, and and that's what we teach is that, you know, certainly there's arguments to be made on both sides. But again, you've got to take it back to the Bible. What does the Lord want for us? Mm -hmm. Of course, he doesn't want us to have less freedom, which means more government, less freedom. Mm -hmm. He wants us to have more freedom, which means less intrusion, less government in our lives, yeah. less people telling us what to do, where the Lord himself leads our lives. So th- that's just one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, another example uh, certainly is uh, with taxes. Well, certainly we are to pay our fair sh- share, to give unto Caesars what is Caesars, but yeah. give unto the Lord what is the Lord's. Mm. 
But at the same time, there can be unfair taxes right now in America. I believe we're up to 45 percent taxes overall on America, which if you look at uh, or 40 percent, if you look at China, they're at 45 percent and they're a communist country. So we're five points away from a communist country. Mm. So the more taxes that we pay and give up to our government, the less freedoms that we have, the more money they take and they put into social issues. So technically, our government has now uh, is running the uh, healthcare industry. They're running the education industry. Mm. They're running, um, you know, the environmental industry. They're running, um, the, uh, what else? You name it. The, uh, the, the auto industry, the banking industry. Yeah. That sounds a little bit to me like socialism. Mm-hmm. So if they're running everything, uh, what do we, the people who have our faith in Jesus Christ supposed to be doing in the process that they're lording over us. Yeah. And ultimately, really, I mean, uh, if you have somebody in control who doesn't like Jesus Christ and doesn't want uh, people to know about Jesus Christ, well, then ultimately, uh, without that freedom of religion, right, freedom of expression, freedom of the press, all these things, then what ends up happening is uh, the gospel doesn't get spread. And a lot of people, you know, I, I hear this often from Christians. They'll say something like persecution spreads Christianity. Well, to a degree, you know, there, there's truth in that. But the, but the fact of the matter, too, is, is that if you look at Saudi Arabia and the fact that they're shutting down all the churches, and if you look at the 1040 window, which people have typically identified as a window in which the gospel uh, has very limited influence, well, why is that? It's because the government is abusing its power and not allowing people to communicate freely and talk about uh, what the experience they have in Christ. Uh, the freedom that he does give. What, what is it? The Bible says the truth will set you free. Christ said uh, the truth will set you free. And uh, Christ is uh, about giving us self-control. The, one of the fruits of the spirit, the Holy Spirit, self-control. Uh, it's not the government controlling all aspects of our life. God expects us to be governed from the inside uh, more than outside. And that's what creates freedom is when Christ governs our hearts, not the government um, policing us constantly every area of our lives, which is what's starting to happen um, with you see it with the bullying in schools and these other things, the solution for the government is more rules, more rules, more rules. Whereas the the solution from Christ is let's change the heart so that we we solve the problem at the root of the issue, which is man's sinful heart. And so I, I think you know these political uh, decisions have uh, Christianity reaches into every aspect of our lives. Uh, it's not restrained to the church on Sundays or something like that. Well said. I I couldn't have said it any better. I totally agree with you. Uh, It's been a goal. Actually, when you put people in office who do not hold our values, it's their goal to get rid of Christians. It's the goal to get rid of Christianity in general, because we're that hand that puts stands up and says, no, you can't get away with that. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have anybody there with that moral background or that that scriptural uh, wisdom, they're going to think that anything is okay. I mean, they're already legislating our Ten Commandments. They're already telling us that uh, abortion is okay, and now what they're doing is they're harvesting uh, little bodies and heads and, and fetal parts and selling them on the market. Yeah, What has become of our country where we've lost our conscience, we've lost our, our will to, to protect life? So what has happened is government has, um, has, is heartless, Yeah, is heartless, and they are ruining Christians, and this is the, the goal, is to take out Christianity and silence us and then uh, force churches and pastors to perform homosexual weddings. Mm -hmm. You know, and just to, I wanted to back up on one thing to share this, that 
our ministry is not about what we're against. Mm-hmm. We're really about what we're for. We're, we, we love all people. We don't care what persuasion you are, you know, what your background was. All of us, including myself, have had very difficult, difficult backgrounds. Yeah. And we're, you know, many of us have suffered greatly in our life at the hands of uh, adults. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, as Christians, we do love all people. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a homosexual, whether you're an alcoholic, whether you're, you know, uh, you know, a- anyone, yeah. you know, even a murderer has an opportunity to be forgiven before yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just had a gentleman here uh, on the show not too long ago who's, uh, you know, going into the prisons. Uh, just like the Bible says, reaching out to those in their jails That's and right. uh, loving people to Christ, uh, people on uh, people who have murdered people and who who are uh, on the third yard at Donovan State Prison. Mm. So uh, that's incredible. And yeah, um, we're for people, not against people. And we want to see and laws make an impact on people's lives. And that's that's the reality. So we want good laws passed that are going to encourage and nurture life and health and family and everything. So, well, we're way past the good laws, by the way. We yeah. have we have just uh, we've just let uh, you know decades and decades of bad laws uh, get through without standing up as a Christian body and say no to these things. I mean, we've let, allowed the Supreme Court to render these opinions and then lay down as if these were the law. And uh, we need to reverse this out, and we need to start now. And, and a we big need part Christians of that, to raise up. Yeah, a big part of that is what's going to happen this year in 2016 with the election, uh, who, who we vote in into right. office. So I want to talk a little bit about your perspective on on the election that coming up and what can we do and what is Salt and Light doing in order to help people make di- better decisions about who they vote for. Yeah. So when we come back, Dran Reese, saltandlightcouncil.org, going to give us some insight on the upcoming election and how you can make good decisions regarding who you vote for and how you're involved Um Uh, with making a difference with your friends, neighbors, relatives, and so forth. Stay with us. This is Educate for Life. You're you're on KCBQ right now, but you'll be on KPRZ next week. KPRZ, 1210 a.m. This is Kevin Conover. We'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back and forth From doing right to doing wrong Cause we were taught that's who we are Come on, get in line right behind me You along with everybody You're listening to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. I've decided to move my program to our sister station, K-Praise, 1210 a.m. on Saturdays, 2 to 3 p.m. starting next week. 
And you'll be able to stream the show all over the world at kprz.com. My website is educateforlife.org. And I'm talking with Dran Reese about saltandlightcouncil.org. The ministry is meant to um, help people take their biblical worldview and then apply it to culture and politics. And Dran, I wanted to start off with asking you about this election checklist. We've got uh, November coming up here in uh, 2016, a huge, huge election, uh, all kinds of uh, amazing things happening right now in the Republican uh, field, as well as with uh, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders and all the craziness there. Um, can you tell us about this election checklist that Salt and Light Council puts out? I sure can. It's, um, <clears throat> you know, we are, we're always asking ourselves, what can we do for this election? Well, there's about 11 things that you can do that are so simple and so easy. And it starts off with prayer. If we don't pray for this election and we don't pray for the candidates out there, all of the candidates, if we don't pray for our country, well, then we lose the battle. Prayer is the key that unlocks God's heart. Mm -hmm. So for that, one of the things we've done is we've built an every Tuesday from now until the election prayer line. And if I may, can I give the yeah, web address? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. It's prayforelections.com. Okay. Prayforelections.com. This website, if you go there, is just a landing page that has the phone number. Every Tuesday at the time you'll see on that webpage, you can join live in praying for our country. We're real seasoned prayer warriors here. We've had uh, another prayer line called R&R &R Prayer, which stands for Repentance and Restoration. And that's r&rprayer.org, different website. But we've been praying with some very heavyweight, wonderful people around our country for the last seven years, seven days a week. I mean, who does that? That's fantastic. Who prays for our country seven days a week? We do here at Salt and Light. That's how, how, how much we know that prayer is, is key, is key to changing our culture. And we're seeing it happen. Mm -hmm. Churches are waking up. People are getting involved. And of course, it, during the elections is when you see this momentum really starting to happen. Yeah. So the election checklist is 11 things that you can check off. Now it isn't, I'm going to have this uh, up on our website. You can download it. It'll be on a eight and a half by 11. You'll get four copies of it. So print it on some cardstock. You can print it yourself and then go around and hand these out to your friends and make sure that they do these things. Uh, one, you know, many of the things on here or several of them are getting educated on the issues. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Then measuring the candidates according to biblical values. Now, if you don't know what those are, we're here for you. We're here to help you. Definitely register to vote, encouraging those in your circle of influence to vote, and helping to get one or more people registered to vote. We need to get more people to the votes. If Christians just in numbers showed up to vote, we'd win every single election Yeah, because we have the values. Yeah, you know, and I, that's something else I wanted to kind of bring up here. I was looking at the Pew Research Forum, and I thought this was interesting. It says that uh, black Protestants, um, only 10% voted Republican as opposed to 88% voting Democrat. And I kind of wanted to just read this a little bit of this quick article. Um, if you don't, if you're listening and you, you are not aware of who Star Parker is, uh, it, she's involved with trying to help uh, the black community to look at the issues and come to the conclusion that the biblical Christian uh, perspective currently is more held by those that are emphasizing conservative values over those who are uh, supporting uh, Democrat values. Now, I, I 
I don't want to make this about a Republican versus Democrat thing because that's really not what this is. Really, this is about looking at the Bible, looking at Christianity and saying, what are the values that um, that God holds dear? Things like life and things like holding marriage together. Things like, uh, you know, I, I read a statistic recently. It said that uh, 90% of the social problems in the country could be eliminated if we could get rid of divorce. And uh, divorce causes so many problems. There's a direct correlation, a direct relationship between divorce rates and crime rates or uh, teen dropout rates and and so forth. And of course, God doesn't uh, hate people who are divorced. God hates divorce because it brings about so much pain. And it talks about that in Malachi, the book of Malachi. And so it says right here, this is an article I just got from uh, Star Parker. It says, um, uh, the 2012 presidential election delivered a wake-up call to the Republican Party to improve communication with minorities. The realization that the American presidency can now be won with support of less than 40% of white voters, Obama won with just 39%, was a bombshell. And she goes on to discuss this, and she says it's vital that Republicans make inroads with minorities, and to the credit of Republican National Committee Chairman uh, Reince Priebus, Efforts were initiated to do this, but after looking at new data produced by their Pew Research Center, it's clear Republicans need to take a fresh look at their outreach efforts, certainly with blacks. And she's a black leader, and she's talking about this. She's traveling all over the country and trying to make a difference here. And, Dran, you know, um, the same applies to black, white, Mexican. It doesn't matter. But what if somebody's listening out there and they're like, hey, I want to see this happen in my church, but their pastor's not real receptive to this? Uh, what would you suggest to them? Uh, what's their next step if their pastor is not real receptive? Join Jim Church, Jim's church. Join Jim's church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what if they don't live in San Diego? What next? <laughs> well, you know, I'm. Well, first of all, if you love your pastor, you would need to do your best to help him to himself develop a true biblical worldview. Yeah. There are a lot of pastors who are off doctrine, and that's been unfortunate learning lesson on my behalf that uh, really uh, a great percentage, and it's staggering, almost 40% of the pastors do not have a true biblical worldview. Mm. So that's narrowing the playing field for those that are sold out for the kingdom of God. So the only suggestion that I have is, is that if you are, if you do truly have a biblical worldview and you love your pastor, you keep tapping him on the shoulder and working with him as much as you can and love him uh, back onto the right uh, path. If uh, you tire of that or, you know, frankly, I don't know if we have enough time in our country to keep playing these kind of games with our pastors. Mm -hmm. My suggestion really would be to find a church that uh, uh, is worth their salt. And I know plenty of those churches and the black community actually is on the rise. I'm very, very excited about that. Mm -hmm. Many black uh, pastors and, uh, you know, Star Parker being, uh, you know, uh, involved in this is a. you know, building a black pastors network, but I myself personally know plenty of them as well who have decided that they're going to jump right in uh, and help the black community, their brothers and sisters understand where their history came from. Mm. Uh, And uh, we won't go into that detail because I think it's a challenge for you folks out there. It's time to buck up and and learn. It's time to buck up and learn. No more guessing, no more taking man's view. You really want to know the truth then seek it and mean it. Quit playing around and quit trying to listen to CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News or any of these other media outlets and believing the same yada yada mantra that they're trying to cram down your throat. 
Become your own person and find out what the, where the Lord is really leading you. It's your time now. It's your time to quit. Your parents may have raised you either Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or Greenpeace or God knows what. It's, it's your job as a mature human being in Christ to find out the truth yourself. And when you do, it will set you free. And believe me, it's going to blow your mind at the same time. And you'll never go back. It'll be fun. Absolutely. Amen. I, I, uh, I applaud that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm with Dran Reese here, Salt and Light Ministry, uh, saltandlightcouncil.org. And uh, the website for, pray, for prayer, prayforelections.com. You said that's every Tuesday. What time is that, Dran? California time, that would be 5 p.m. East Coast time, that would be 8 p.m. And it's only for 30 minutes. So we get in, we get out. And if you look on that website, you'll see all the candidate scorecards. You'll also see when all the primaries or caucuses are uh, in your state. And so we have a lot to pray for. And listen, this is another thing. People are not voting in the primaries. I mean, the percentage rates are like eight to, Mm -hmm. you know, 20, less than 20 percent of the uh, uh, voting population, which is already pretty abysmal anyway, that shows up to vote in the general election. Don't even come out to vote in the primaries. Do you know that's where you vote your values? Uh, there we go. Whoever yeah. it is you want in the general election is there in the primaries. That's fantastic. My guest is Dran Reese. We're going to be right back. We have one more segment left. Stay with us. We're going to polish this off and talk a little bit more about some of the issues, the hot topics that are happening in California and the rest of the country. Stay with us. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. I will cast my cares on you You're the anchor of my hope The only one who's in control I will cast Thanks for being with us today on Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're moving our program to K-Praise 1210 a.m. on Saturdays, 2 to 3 p.m. starting next week. So make sure you tune in with us. I'll have uh, Dana Clue from Alpha uh, on the show next week. She... She is uh, started a ministry in which uh, you invite people into your home who don't know the Lord, and you just have a time where you talk about all the big issues about life, and you get uh, you just ask questions. The goal is to ask questions and then um, introduce them to what the Bible has to say about the big issues in life, and uh, people are are getting saved through that and coming to know the Lord. Uh, that's a great ministry. That'll be next Saturday, two to three. My guest today is Dran Reese with saltandlightcouncil.org, fantastic ministry. She started this ministry back in 2009, and uh, it's been going uh, off the hook all over the place. You're now in 23 states, is that right, Dran? Right. 23 states, making a huge difference. And ultimately, 
Um, we're going to see the impact of this ministry in the elections coming up this year. And Dran, um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to finish your election checklist there that we were talking about. Uh, what, what else is on there that we didn't cover? Making sure that you um, volunteer for either a campaign or as a poll worker. This is very important. Election integrity is is a problem now. Yeah. We have to keep our eyes on these in the ballot system. Uh, yeah, you don't I, even I, have to take your license in to, to, to vote or anything, right? It's not so much that, but uh, they're not there. There has been some fraud in voting, uh, counting the ballots. Yeah, I believe that. I was I was thinking about going in there and uh, I, I heard that if you offer your license like to say, hey, here's my license. It's me. They reject it. They won't they won't take it. That's what I was told. But no, oh, I, <laughs> I I don't know. But it seems so, like anybody so can just vote getting now. involved. Dead as, people as can a vote. Poll. Yeah, exactly. Or your dog. Your dog can your vote, dog. So. Can vote. Mm. <laughs> so get involved as a poll worker. Right. And then, of course, when it's election time, please help one of your neighbors who can't get to the polls go and vote. And um, then one of my new my favorites is attend an election forum Mm. or host one. And what that means is that you and your community or and again, we focus on the church, but that your church open itself up to have an election forum. And we actually create the election of forums for your church. And we'll even come around to your church and host it, where what we do is we take the issues that are going on. And from a biblical standpoint, everything we've talked about today will train you in one election forum. You will never, from that point again, ever look at a bill you'll be able to read between the lines and Mm. say, this is a lie. This is okay. This is a lie, et cetera. So we'll do that in an election forum and these are so simple and really anyone who loves uh, what's happening to America and how to parse it from a biblical standpoint. We put the issues together. We put the candidates together and we compare them. Here you go. This candidate believes in this, this and this and that candidate believes in this, this and oh, this. That's and you're fantastic. a Christian. How should you vote on that? That's great. And now, we leave the decision to them. Now, do you do that at the local level as well as the state and national levels? Or oh, absolutely. Yeah. We build them. We help build the PowerPoints for the churches in other states. But here locally in San Diego, yeah. because this is a local show, we'll come into any church to do that. So you just have to let us know. We would uh, love to, if you are a church and you're out there and you don't have a salt and light citizenship ministry, I say now's the time. Yeah. We can train you and we can do the short term program right now, get out the vote, short term in your church, uh-huh. but then also the long term uh, salt and light, which is educating and having a prayer ministry and all those other things. We'll train you, get you set up. Let's get these ministries going. That's saltandlightcouncil.org. This is Dran Reese on the air with me today and uh, just making a difference in politics and everything. And some of the issues in California that have come up recently, um, you know, the issues where we can make a difference. Of course, um, I just found out recently that uh, our own church is involved in trying to fight uh, California's laws that now say that uh, churches must provide health insurance uh, for abortion. Uh, so they, they're actually trying to force churches to, uh, pay for abortions, uh, if, if their employees have that. Um, and you know, this is the kind of ministry that's needed in order to keep people informed. Now you have, once a person becomes a member of salt and light, Dran, you, um, also have a regular letter that goes out. What does that go out weekly or monthly, uh, informing people about the issues? Right. It's a monthly biblical worldviews worldview newsletter that goes mm-hmm. out and uh, it's for the churches only. It's not for the general public. So you have to be part of a church network uh, to, to receive it. But yes, it does cover subjects uh, right now uh, in this, uh, in the February issue, we, we had David uh, uh, Daladin and his whole plight. And certainly was that the, uh, 
What is it? Planned uh, live Parenthood. action. Live action. Can you believe it? I mean, they, they turn around and sue him. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Uh, to me. Unbelievable. Yeah. And of course, they're wrong. And also, this, uh, Sandra Merritt out of Texas as well. So, you know. Now, who is Sandra Merritt? I'm not familiar. Uh, she also was part of the um, uh, investigating of the Planned oh, okay, Parenthood. Okay. The undercover and videos. Been, and everything. Right. And Matt Staver from Liberty Council is handling uh, her over there. And then uh, Chuck LaMondre is handling David uh, uh, Oh, he is. Chuck LaMondre is right here in Southern California. Right here. San Diego. In, right here. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's one the one of that helped heroes. out with the Mount Soledad Cross and everything. Correct. And okay. the firefighters. Yes, he's a great, they're, they're both just great. We have a lot of great attorneys out there that are working overtime for our religious freedom. But I wanted to say the, the issue that you talked about previous to that, this is just another erosion of our rights. See, they're coming after our First Amendment rights. They're coming mm-hmm. after our, our right to exist as Christians in this, in this culture. In the public square. In the public square, just about anywhere. We, you know, even that uh, fo- uh, in the, the football game, the coach that yeah. prayed openly, I mean, they're trying to say that an open... Uh, openly um, demonstrative shows of your Christian faith now are mm-hmm. prohibited in America. Excuse me. This is how our country was founded. Yep. The operating system of America has been and will always be Judeo-Christian. Mm. And as long as you keep that in your mind, you protect it. This is your job to protect what America is all about. When we want to return, you know, when we talk about all of these things, you know, and I'm not endorsing anybody because I believe that, uh, it's our turn to re- rediscover the joy yeah. and the privilege of being a citizen of America. And yeah. that's how we, and this is not him, make America exceptional again. Yeah. Make America the great country that it once was because we were founded on morality, on principles, on self-restraint, self-personal government mm-hmm. being number one. Mm-hmm. And we put God first in this country. We didn't allow our government to now take over the job of being God. Exactly. The humanism, right? Uh, Karl right. Marx and communism was all about uh, replacing uh, God with man. Right. And so, uh, w- of course, we don't want to drift in that direction. And it's important that we know the worldview of all the different uh, people that are involved in, um, you know, uh, potential presidential candidates right. uh, like Trump and Cruz and right. everybody else and Rubio. And we've heard some amazing speeches from them and so forth and so on. Uh, something that's a little bit um, interesting to me is that uh, traditionally atheism has been completely rejected in elections. It's one of the worst things you could say uh, if you were running for a candidacy. Uh, but uh, Trump tends to be very uh, non-religious, and yet uh, he's garnering a lot of the conservative uh, vote, which is interesting. And so this also illustrates for me the importance of knowing the word of God and what are we supposed to be looking for in a presidential candidate, whether that's Trump, Cruz or Rubio or, or any of the other candidates out there. And why, for example, is uh, socialism, which Bernie Sanders is embracing uh, very openly. Why is socialism uh, not a good thing and, and um, not a biblical uh, perspective to hold? I think these are issues that we really need to delve deep into. And you can't really understand these unless you know the Bible well, and you understand how it's supposed to impact our life. Yes. And, and, You'll know them by their fruit. Yeah. You have to look at the past history of each one of those candidates. And as a Christian, you need to make a true moral stand. Mm. And that's a very difficult thing to do because several of these candidates really talk a tough game and it really makes it sound like uh, they could make a difference in our culture and, you know, make America great again. Yeah. And they could do all these things for us. But from a moral standpoint, remember, God puts morality first. That's right. And you as a Christian have to be courageous enough to put morality first above, above your economic pocket. Yeah. And furthermore, that's another reason why 
you know, giving things away is again, talking pocketbook yeah, versus yeah. morality. You got to think about that. My guest uh, this evening, Dran Reese, thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Saltandlightcouncil.org is her website. My website's educateforlife.org. We'll be back on K Praise next Saturday, 2 to 3 p.m. And I hope you'll join us. We're going to have another fantastic discussion, fantastic program. Um, And uh, God bless your evening. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you make wise biblical decisions when it comes to politics and culture. Have a great night. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, a regular feature on AM 1170, The Answer. Learn more about Kevin and his work online at his website, educateforlife.com. That's educateforlife.com. You'll find great resources, ideas, and even video classes there to help you grow and understand what in the world is happening. Encourage your friends to listen for great guests and intelligent analysis of the stories that shape our lives. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, exclusively on AM 1170. The answer. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? 